Welcome to the JTCC podcast. I'm Nicole, and today I have Zach Evenden. This is Francis's coach right now, currently on the tour. Zach, how did you and Francis get started as coach players? Well, we started off, you know, as just friends, and, um, you know, we'd always talk tennis. Tennis was quite small. And then um, after he played Fed at the US Open in 2017, there was uh, Hurricane Irma. So he came up to DC to get ready before he went off to Asia. And um, he invited me up to help him train. Uh, we had a great two weeks training and then um, I ended up going with him to Asia. And right. then uh, one thing just led to another and we just kept it rolling. Okay, cool. And that was what year? 2017. 2017, so you guys have been together for about two years now? Yeah. Okay, cool. So do you have any like defining moments from your last two years with Francis, um, any key key moments in, in his career? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to say, yeah, three or four really, really stand out to me. Um, Delray, of course, of course. Was, was massive. That was, I think, first kind of stretch. I w- it was just me and Francis by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we went in there with, you know, pretty low, you know, we hadn't done that well in Australia in two thousand at the beginning of two thousand eighteen. So you know, we tried to get back on track, and you know, we came to DC, worked really hard, and then went out to uh, New York in Delray and managed to uh, pull off a dream week. Yeah. So that was that was massive. Um, another one for me would be Wimbledon. Um, you know, he he gave the grass a chance, and it turned out to be his ble- his best slam so mm-hmm. far. Um, this year the Australian Open yeah that was a, a great run at the Australian Open this year um, what's yours and Francis's communication style like is it um, a little bit more informal you guys are both pretty young and, and seem to have a really good relationship and friendship yeah well in my you know we we keep it quite light you know we we definitely have a great vibe we communicate really well um, you know we're very open with each other so you know we speak our minds and we keep it very very honest and and real with each other you know there's no beating around the bush no sugarcoating and um we do quite a great job of you know splitting up how we are with each other or you know drawing that line when Mm -hmm. we're on court it's very very serious um and you know that time is definitely respected and, mm-hmm. and worked hard and then second that that time is up and you know it's time to relax and that's it the jokes start coming in definitely yeah and I think I like even kind of witnessed a little bit of that the other day I was taking pictures of you guys on court and I could tell how serious mm. you were and um and Francis too taking his practice very seriously and then it seems like the minute you guys are off court you're yeah. like best buddies and that's it's it. That's a great relationship to have, and I don't know um, that we see that too often. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is special, and, you know, it's something that's, you know, developed over the years, and, Mm -hmm. you know, we're we're still learning as we go, but, Mm -hmm. you know, what we do is we we try and work as hard as we can every day, and we know, you know, we haven't got it figured out yet, but, you know, we're definitely getting there, and we're working hard, so. How would you describe Francis as... um, like your player student, I guess you could say, um, is he very receptive to your opinions and in, in your coaching style? Or yeah, well, very, because, um, you know, we, we know each other inside out. Um, we, you know, we're family. 
you know mm-hmm. we're we're literally brothers so you know he he definitely responds to me and i respond to him mm-hmm. you know if i know it's one of those days where it's going to be a little bit tougher for him uh, to turn around or play his best tennis then you know there's things that i've got to react on quick and to try and get us as close mm-hmm. as we can possibly get to on that day and you know vice versa uh, with him being receptive to what i'm saying you know it's we both know each other so well that it makes it a lot easier for us to adjust to the day absolutely and do you have an example of that like how do you handle those tough days um so there was one so i mean here at miami miami open Mm -hmm. you know francis francis's first match he you know barely made it to the finish line um he had a stomach bug 24 hours before so he had nothing in his system Mm -hmm. um so you know getting him through that was very tough it was very delicate and it started from the the practice the day before so we had to modify a lot of things the way we warmed up um how we approached the warm-ups how we conserved his energy his intake so you know it was very close and a very delicate process getting him through that match and i don't think we would have got through that if you know i hadn't known his body inside out and him and um, and he hadn't have been as you know willing to listen absolutely and so um how does it feel to be on the road with francis all year round you know 52 weeks out of a year how does it feel to be by his side his right hand man and, and on the road all the time you know it's, it's never boring it's yeah. never boring with francis so you know <laughs> you're always kept on your toes you're always smiling but you know it's great and mm-hmm. um it's it's weird because you know i'm with him every week of the year that yeah. you know he's, he's on the tennis court pretty much and you don't really think about it or in, in in that in that term until the end of the year when you turn around and go damn like yeah we, we only spent four weeks apart this year like yeah. you know it only hits you when you reflect at the end of the year but in the moment and during it's you know it's just we're just knocking off days as, as they come is there anybody else on Francis's team you could say that that travels as much with you guys like as much no but yeah. we've just uh, added Brett Waltz mm-hmm. um, okay. he's our physio okay um, amazing great so far and um, you know it was really amazing that we had the week that we did in Miami um, because we really really needed him that week you know he was a great help and um, you know it was a huge huge team effort that week so he'll be traveling probably with you with you guys most yeah, he'll of the time st- too. He'll start to travel a little bit more. Mm. Um, not not every week, but you know, the important ones. Yeah. So that that'll definitely help us a lot. And how's your relationship with um, Francis's family, especially his brother Franklin? Yeah, you know, we're we're all really, really close. Um, you know, it's literally it's definitely unconventional. Mm-hmm. It's not a, a normal, you know, player coach relationship so you know we're all very close like franklin's just like a brother to me yeah um just like my own brother so you know even franklin and my brother talk you know we're all one big family so as long as you know the communication stays open how close are all of you guys in age yeah so there's 21 um i just turned 27 okay um in march so yeah six six years okay yeah and you guys have seem to have a really great chemistry and relationship um Mm -hmm. being in your 20s could you walk me through, this is a, a weighted question, pretty heavy, a day in the life, kind of like today, we were here at the JTPC back at 
Francis Little Stomping Grounds. Um, but he's he's out doing um, training right now. He's, mm-hmm. he's in the gym. So could you walk me through a day like today, um, a typical, what that would look like, and then um, a day kind of in between tournaments, how you're how you're preparing for that, and then also a day at a Grand Slam. How do you, how does it go <coughs> there? Yeah, so, so today, for instance, mm-hmm. um, we got to JTCC mm-hmm. uh, about 8.15, mm-hmm. and he's getting ready for fitness at, for an 8.30 start with TC. Okay. his strength and conditioning coach um, they'll probably go until about 10 then Francis will change shower have a shake cool down a little bit stretch then we'll go and head uh, head out to get lunch and then we're gonna head over to congressional mm-hmm. to use the play courts over there and we'll go from about one till three okay. over at congressional um, shower stretch again uh, pick up some food and then you know either he'll have uh, a shoot or something to do or he'll get ready and go to a basketball game mm, okay um, <laughs> or, or a hockey game now yeah that, yeah now he's a fan now that they have a championship oh yeah but, um, he's a bandwagon fan yeah, but yeah. <laughs> for, for them anyway for yeah them, for, for the cats but um but yeah you know that's that's a typical day for us um on the road it's uh, a little bit different we like to try and keep everything close as possible so you know if we do a workout we'll try and do it first thing in the morning after breakfast then head to the site um, you know warm up uh, get the body ready go out and practice it all depends if you're at a busy tournament you may be able to get a two-hour court or you may only be able to get one so you really have to try and maximize your time as much as possible while you're out there Um, and then shut it down it's you know rest is very important so shutting it down early as well mm-hmm. and letting him wind down that's that's very important and the same really at the slam at the slam yeah um are there any i'm sure there's a lot of added pressure on a on a day at the slams especially kind of in australia when he was you know um, made it so far um how do you how do you handle that how do you help him handle his handle all that pressure so it's mainly um you know we're very close so i'm able to speak to him in a way where you know not many others would see or 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 hear a certain side of him you know hear of you know the outside noise and how it uh, how it affects um a player but you know what what i try to do is you know reassure him that we're on track we're putting in the work Mm -hmm. he's, he's doing all the things that he needs to do um the best of his ability at that given time and that you know everything's okay and you know if we've made if we've made a plan or, or, or there's a plan set don't don't change it stick to it um, be 100% committed and keep going so um, what do you dislike about this job do you have some um, obviously the the, the downtime you know there's not a lot of it mm-hmm. um, but you know it's it's great you know, with Francis, I'm I'm very very lucky that um, you know we have the relationship that we do. So it doesn't really feel like a job. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's great. Okay. And um, what's your relationship like with the other people and on Francis's team, like his agent Kelly and um, his Octagon team? What what kind of relationship do you have with them? Well, you have to stay you know very very close and, mm-hmm. and, and keep good contact because um, you know there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. So 
communication is a, is, is, is an absolute must. Um, we have about four four group chats open, you know, one with just me and Francis and her, um, me, Francis, her and Alex. Mm. We've got me, Francis, Kelly, Alex and Brett. And then we've <laughs> got, you know, there's just so much, and you know, because there's always something going on. So communication is, is an absolute, uh, a, a very, very big one. Absolutely, I totally agree. Um, so we are on live, and I haven't been monitoring if we have any questions here. Yeah, so we are taking questions. Job. Yes, trust the process. <laughs> so um, while we're waiting, if we have any questions coming up, do you have any like funny or amusing stories from being on the road with Francis? Anything? <sighs> anything like, that nobody would know? It's, <laughs> yeah, it's. It's not about if there's any, it's, like, it's what one do you want to hear. Which one? There's, uh, there's so many in the archives with Francis. Let's um, hear about Francis's 21st birthday in Australia because he wasn't really able to no, celebrate too bad no. because he was about to play Rafa. So it was, yeah, that's an interesting one actually yeah. because uh, it was actually Dimitrov. So we got to the warm up. Oh, that's right. Okay. We got to the warm up court and uh, there was a whole birthday surprise. And I actually thought that the surprise was going to be after the warm-up so I you know agreed to it and mm -hmm. you know me and the agents were like you know yeah let's let's set this up but let's have it after the warm-up oh, and okay. we got there and you know as soon as he got to the court he's you know bombarded with uh, with a surprise and there's people running around and doing flips and uh, and all <laughs> that going on and, and Grigo's on the court already warming up and I'm just like oh this isn't good yeah it's kind um, of a distraction <laughs> so so anyway we managed to warm up we managed to focus and dial in a little bit and then you know we got to the locker room and he's on his phone getting all his birthday wishes mm -hmm. um, and obviously still celebrating the previous win so you know that was that was definitely a tough tough time and, mm -hmm. and um, you know I repeatedly told him about five times Francis put the phone away yeah get in the shower get changed sort your bag out and he wouldn't listen <laughs> so I said Francis if that phone don't go away <laughs> I'm taking it and you're not getting it back until the end of the day Oh, so, um, so yeah, you know, it was it was tough, but yeah. you know, as as anyone would, they would you know want to see who's wishing them a happy birthday. Mm -hmm. So you know, very understandable, but you know, we managed to get through that. Kind of a tough situation, yeah. I can I can see that. And then um, after Australia, him and Franklin came back and celebrated their twenty first birthday, and they were able to just <laughs> yeah go wild, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you know, they they had a good time. Um, you know, it's important for you know them to spend time with each other as well so every chance that we can um you know we gotta make sure that he spends time with his twin absolutely so it looks like we do have a few questions john borden our um general manager says bucks or sixers coming out of the east <laughs> <laughs> for me I'm, I'm i'm not sold on the bucks yet um i would like to go sixers i would like to go Sixers. I know he'll be happy about that. What is your favorite tournament to attend? I'm very, very biased though. Um, it, but for me, it would be out of Queens or Wimbledon. Okay, sure. Yeah. And of course, Delray. We have a comment from Bowie Tennis. It's got to love that. Keep them grounded and focused. Absolutely. Absolutely. What does France's pre-match routine look like physically and mentally? Um, well, you know, we go out there, warm up for about 30 minutes. Um, and then 
you know, that could be any any given time as opposed to giving us enough time to then go back and shower, get ready, eat, and then, you know, 30 minutes before, you've also got to time that because, you know, a match could retire mm-hmm. or, you know, a match could be going slow and then just finish quick. So you've got to really keep an eye on the score on the court before you and um, just try and be ready to go as, as soon as possible, really. So one thing I'm pretty curious about um, that just came to me, what does Francis's kind of diet look like? If you guys are always on the road, what do, what do you eat mostly? Well, a lot of carbs and a lot of chicken. Yeah. So yeah, definitely a lot of chicken for him. Um, you know, the occasional steak. He, he definitely loves his steak. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, a lot of carbs. We try and get as much in him as possible, especially with his body type. You know, he burns a lot. Do you take the responsibility of kind of monitoring Francis's diet, or does he have maybe um, like a nutritionist? It's more like a, a, a mutual mm-hmm. effort. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you know we're not the strictest. We can definitely improve on that, but you know, we definitely you know mutually try and keep an eye on it from both sides. What do you guys think you're going to eat today here in College Park, or over at Congressional? <laughs> um, well, that's a no-brainer. You know, there's a there's a Chipotle five minutes. A Chipotle. Away, so, uh, <laughs> So that's him all day. Chipotle can be healthy when you make it healthy, right? Yeah. Cool. Oh, we got another one. John Borden says, how did you get your start coaching? Um, so from as in, before Francis. Oh, how before did, Francis. Yeah, so how did you, know, you get your at, start in tennis? I went to FAMU, uh, Florida A&M, mm-hmm. and um, the semester I graduated, I got an offer to go out to California and uh, start coaching at Tompkins Tennis out there in the Bay Area. Uh, so... I was Fremont, Livermore, San Ramon, San Francisco area. Went out there and I ended up staying there for three years. Sounds good. And then, well, let's let's do the math. Let's see. So how? What year was that? That was from two thousand fourteen. So two thousand seventeen. Is Francis your first kind pro. of like individual player that you've been working one on one with? Um, well, uh, pro player, yeah. Pro player, um, yeah. I've worked with. A few out in California, mm-hmm. um, you know, some, some top juniors out there. Uh, there was Katie Bollinitz was out there, um, Stephanie Nguyen, you know, they were like highly ranked uh, national and uh, in California. So Katie Bollinitz is now, I think, 400 WTA. She's uh, won the Orange Bowl and Eddie Hare. So, yeah. Very nice. We had a comment. Someone says, keep up the great work, Zach. Team foe for the win. <laughs> that yeah, was... Snaps. Yes. There he is. There yes. He is. CC snaps. Best yeah. photographer on top. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh, yeah. He put little camera emojis. That makes sense. Uh, conflict resolution. If you and Francis um, run into a bump on the road, have a little bit of a conflict, how do you resolve that? It's, it's interesting, you know, because we, we always talk about it, and it's quite funny. Um because if we do disagree about something, it's, um, it's, it's weird. Like we will literally disagree, but how we solve it and move on is, you know, I'll listen to half of what he says. He listens to half of what I said, you know, we're never really full on button heads. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we definitely do give. So, you know, we're just lucky that we're not that stubborn. Absolutely. Or, or he's not as stubborn as I am. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast and on Instagram Live. Um, that was the first time doing that, so I think it went pretty well. And good luck to Francis. Appreciate it. And thank Barcelona. You.
Thank you.